0: Let's thank Him for the word that we've heard. Let's thank Him for His presence that we've felt. Let's thank Him for the 13 that have been filled with the Holy Ghost. I just want to tell you, ain't nobody mad but the devil. And that's all right by me. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Somebody shall, yes. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's going to be a bad night for the devil. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been blessed, amen, by this conference. Every sermon, every service so rich. And I, I sometimes sense that we don't realize how blessed we are. Praise the Lord, because you get to experience Awakening Conference every single year and really every single service in this assembly. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. And the depth, amen, and the wealth of apostolic revelation, power, and anointing that is in this house is because you have a great pastor and pastor's wife and first family from Pastor and Sister Jordan to Gentry and Destiny. Come on, somebody. To Dylan and Kayla, to Spencer and his wife. Wonderful amen. First family that you have. I think we need to give God some praise for the gift that He's given this church and the form of this first family. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a price that's been paid for what we're experiencing tonight. Amen. And it's been paid by this first family and their dedication, their sacrifice. Hell only fights what it fears. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the devil has thrown everything at this first family imaginable. And they're still here. Because they have destiny. They have purpose. Praise the Lord. Amen. And, and I, I hope it's, I know it's in order and I hope it's okay. And I just kind of feel to just kind of flow however the Holy Ghost wants us to flow tonight. But I would like Pastor and Sister Jordan to come and stand in the front of this pulpit and face this congregation, and I'm gonna read a couple of scriptures. This was not planned, but this is, I feel right in the Holy Ghost, amen. And I want this church just to, amen, pray for them. And in fact, why don't the uh, uh, Gentry, you want you come? Destiny, amen, why don't you come? Amen, all the ministers, if you would come and gather around this first family. And I want the church to stretch forth their hands even towards them but I'm going to read a scripture I feel the same anointing here that I feel when I travel overseas and there's an anointing to warn the spirit tonight and there are warring angels in the house tonight and God's just going to I feel like the Holy Ghost is saying that God's just going to settle some stuff He's going to balance out some accounts today. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Because what this church may or may not realize is God is elevating your pastor and your first lady. In the spirit realm, they're, God is elevating them. They're not just a local church pastor, but they have an apostolic call and anointing, and they have a kingly anointing upon their lives. And the Bible tells us about King David in 2 Samuel chapter 21. And this is not my text for my sermon, but I'm going to read it anyhow. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Moreover, the Philistines had yet war again with Israel, again and again and again, war after war. And David went down and his servants with him and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint. And Ishbabinab, which was one of the sons of the giant, the weight of whose spear weighed 300 shekels of brass and weight, and he being girded with a new sword, somebody shout, old battle, new weapon, and thought to have slain David. But Abishai, the son of Zariah, secured him and smote the Philistine and killed him there. And the men of David swear unto him, saying, Thou shalt go no more out with us to battle. That thou quench not the light of Israel. I felt tonight, Amen, that we needed to deal a death blow to the spirit of Ispabina. Little is known about this man except the fact that he's from the land of Nob, and Nob in the Hebrew means prominence or high place. That there is a demonic spirit that will try to fight for prominence or a high place in this assembly and i rebuke that spirit tonight and i take dominion over that spirit tonight that the way up in the kingdom is down the more you learn to serve and submit god then will anoint you but ish wanted in the cheap way he wanted to attack and kill that which god has anointed to somehow take his place but there's nobody that can take the place of the pastor Amen. and first lady in this church. They're anointed and uniquely called of God. And any voice and spirit that would try to raise his hand against this man and woman of God, there needs to be a spirit of Abishai in this house that says, Pastor, you ain't got a war anymore. We're going to war on your behalf. We're going to come against the enemy that tries to come against you and your family. And and your family's secure with us, Pastor. And your heart is secure with us because we know you're the light of Israel and we refuse to let the enemy take out the light of Israel. And I've not asked for permission to do this. I will have to ask for forgiveness. But this Pastor and First Lady has warred Labored late nights at hospitals, weeping with you by at gravesides. They have done excellent, and I think they deserve our protection. I think they deserve our praise. They deserve, I love you, Pastor. I appreciate you, Pastor. I don't don't know nothing from nobody, no how. I'm just an outsider that's coming in. All right. So if you want to kill somebody, you can try to kill me, but I've got lots of guns and you won't get it done. And I just felt like we need to protect them and we need to let them know we want you to oversee this thing. We don't want you to fight anymore. We want you to have your hands up and we'll have some Aaron and hers to get their hands under and and we'll have some Joshua's and Abishai's that's going to get their hands on and what they used to do and labor and fight, they ain't got to do it anymore. God's elevated them it's time for somebody to say I'm not going to let the enemy touch my pastor I'm not going to let you talk about my pastor we're we're unified around the direction and vision and the anointing that's in this house so I want us to pray and also and forgive me pastor but I'm going to put my money where my mouth is I think we need to send them on a vacation anywhere in the world that they want to go with no phone calls and text messages about your problems. Come on, somebody. Where they can relax and renew and refresh. And I'm going to be the first one to give to send the bishop and the archbishop. He's the bishop, she's the archbishop. Amen. On a vacation fund and we're gonna give a thousand and our church is gonna give a thousand. And I think I think every day for the rest of this year needs to be Pastor Appreciation Day. Are you hearing me? and this is what the Holy Ghost is saying if you want your family blessed bless your pastor bless their sons bless their daughter-in-laws and the overflow blessing and anointing upon them will get upon you but I rebuke any spirit that would try to kill and attack the man of God or his family we plead the blood against you in the name of Jesus stretch your hands right now and pray amen brother bishop pray for sister in the name of Jesus We rebuke the spirit and the fight for prominence in Jesus' name, and we loose the spirit of submission to apostolic authority and power in this house. In the name of Jesus we loose sworn angels to root out and tear down any wolf that's in sheep clothing and we command blessings of rest and peace and health upon them and upon their children and even their children's children. In the name of Jesus we command it now. We bless them now. We love them now. We command rest we command healing to every wound that's been caused by the spirit of Ishbabinav. We command healing right now, and we command strength in the name of Jesus. In the name, come on, somebody go to war now. Somebody pick up the sword of the spirit and go to war. Somebody go into intercession right now, just for a few moments. Hallelujah. 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 Clap your hands and give God some praise. Clap your hands and give God some praise. For the Lord is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish I could. I wish I had the intelligence and the articulation to describe to you how blessed you are to have a man of God that is apostolic in doctrine, apostolic in lifestyle, apostolic in spirit and apostolic in ministry that is gentle, kind and humble and loves you you need to thank God for an apostolic covering like that because it's not everywhere somebody shout praise the Lord hallelujah Amen, And I encourage you to give to the Sin Bishop and the Archbishop to make Vacation Fund. Praise the Lord. Amen. And You got it right there. Praise the Lord. Amen. See, Sister Laddle, she'll take your money. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God's given you money to love people, not giving you people to take their money. Are you hearing me? And we need to show. They didn't ask for this. I'll probably get in trouble for it afterwards, but that's all right. Hallelujah. But I think they deserve it. How many's with me? I think they deserve it. Let it be a second honeymoon. Send them to the Maldives. Send them somewhere nice. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If you don't communicate in finances back to this bishop as he teaches you in the word of God, you're in violation of the word of God. Read read Galatians chapter 6 and talk to me after service. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter number 6. Pick up your Bibles. It's going to the word of the Lord. I'll try, I will not be with you very long tonight. But I leaned over to Gentry and I said, I, I really feel, and I, I told Pastor Kanana, Kanata, I feel amen, that, that there is a global demonic power that has tried to show up because its, its territory has been threatened by what has happened here this week that not only is heaven's attention here, and there's a prophetic portal that's been opened over this place, but you've gotten hell's attention. And that's a good thing because we ain't backing down. When awakening's over, we ain't stopping. We're gonna inhabit the new territory that God has given us. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I wanna talk to you, amen, about the doctrine of restoration. The doctrine of restoration. Proverbs chapter number 6, verse 30. If you could put it up on the screen so we can read it together. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter number 6, verse number 30. Praise God. Praise the Lord. There we go. Men do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his soul when he's hungry. Verse 31. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. He shall give all the substance of his house. I'm going to talk to you about the doctrine of restoration, and hell's about ready to be bankrupt tonight. The thief has been caught, his days are over, and it's time. For revive. lift your voices Jesus we love you, we thank you for your word we thank you for your presence God I thank you for the anointing here God I pray that you would just anoint me to speak as an oracle of the Lord bless this house, amen bless every hearer, in Jesus name God we give you praise and glory for it in Jesus name someone shout in Jesus name God bless you, you may be seated give me a few moments to kind of introduce my topic tonight Rather than just defining this term restoration. There, it is a Hebrew word that has no equivalent in the English language. To restore in the English language means to give back. To restore to its former glorious state. But in the Hebrew there, there is no way to define it over into English because restoration in the Hebrew means to get more back to have more than what you be begun with or that when a thief steals something from you or takes something from you, he's required by divine law to not only restore what was, but now everything that he has has to go to you. Let me explain that to you just a little bit further. Even the Bible calls the devil a thief. It calls him a robber. It calls him a murderer, amen. He's a criminal, and if the criminal is caught, he's required by divine law not only to restore what was taken, but to give you back more than what you started with. I'm here to preach to somebody today, amen, hell's about ready to return to you what it's taken. But not only what it's taken. You're about to receive more than you've ever received. You're about to receive more than you ever thought you could have. More joy, more peace, more love. Hear me, friend of mine. Hell has your family, but we caught the thief. He has to give your family back. But not just your family, he's going to give you your friends and your neighborhood because hell's days are numbered. And today is the day that the account is settled and God is bringing the reckoning. That your voice is in your hands and say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Bear with me just for a moment. You may be seated. The Bible describes in 1 Samuel 27 about Eban uh, Achish, Eban gave him Ziklag that day, Eban, wherefore Ziklag pertaineth unto the kings of Judah unto this day. That it's describing the transfer of this city, Eban, Ziklag, which belonged to Simeon as well and now belongs to the king of Judah. And it describes, amen, this city, amen, as a place, a a stronghold, a, a place of safety, a place of protection. And David, when he was fighting the battle, amen, of the people of God, that his men came to Ziklag. And he had placed, amen, his family there, amen, for safety as he went out to battle. And he came back to Ziklag, and he found that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag had been smitten and burned with fire. And verse 2 of 1 Samuel chapter 30, it said they had taken the women captives that were therein and slew not any, neither great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. The thief, amen, can only take them captive for a little while. The enemy does not have the authority or the ability to kill what has been taken. Don't let the enemy deceive you. What has been taken is not dead. What has been stolen is still alive. And there's restoration and there's recovery in the house of God tonight. So David and his men came to the city and behold it was burned with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Their families, even, were taken captive. Their friends were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept till they had no more power to weep. Listen, amen. It is, amen, an emotional thing to suffer a loss. But loss in the kingdom is never a loss. The Bible says of the increase of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Therefore, a loss in the kingdom is really, I'm just putting something away and God is keeping count and is going to give it back to me with interest because in the kingdom, there never is really decrease. There's always increase. And of the increase of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Therefore, before I even finish the story, I can prophesy to you and tell you the captives are coming home. The captives are coming home. The backsliders are coming home. Families are going to be reunited. Friends are going to receive the Holy Ghost. God is going to restore to this church revival after revival after revival when we went forward and got attacked and there was subtraction. God says I'm not just going to add to this church. I'm bringing it back with interest. I'm going to multiply this church and everyone and everything associated with it come on lift your voices and receive that word stay with me now because I've got to explain this and I've got to give you prophetic instructions here at the end of this thing somebody shout praise the Lord David was greatly distressed He was feeling the intensity of the emotion of a seemingly uncertain future. He was blinded by the pain, the trial, and the circumstances. Not only because of the loss of his family, but now, amen, the fathers who loved him when there was victory and there was blessing, but now it looks like there's loss, and now they decided to kill him. Stop trying to kill your leaders. The biggest problem we have in Pentecost is the fight for prominence. There's only one who is preeminent, and that is Jesus, and it is not you. You need to let your pastor lead, and you need to understand he has feelings just like you, and when he weeps, you need to weep alongside him, and instead of mounting an army against him to kill him, you need to lift up his hands and let him know it's going to be all right. We're with you in the victory, and we're with you on the mountaintop, and we're going to be with you in the valley, low. Come on, lift your voices and praise him and thank God. The key to restoration is your submission to apostolic authority. They wanted to kill the thing that God designed to bring them to victory. They spoke a stone at him because all the people were grieved, every man, for his sons and for his daughters. Somebody shout, Praise the Lord! Hallelujah. He man, so David, he man, not letting his emotions run away with him. The Bible tells us that he encouraged himself in the Lord. It's a Hebrew phrase that means he seized himself. He refused to let his emotions run away with him. He refused to let the hurt turn into bitterness. Somebody needs to let the bitterness go tonight. Somebody needs to let the hurt go tonight and let the healing and the help and the restoration come. He got a hold of himself and strengthened himself in the Lord. I call it, now wait a minute. Devil, moment. amen. David said to himself, I am anointed in spite of the situation. I am favored in spite of the frustration. I am more than a conqueror. If it's not good, my God's not done. It's It's not a setback. It's a set up for revival. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Oh, David encouraged himself. And he called for the priest and said, bring me the ephod, bring me the garment of praise. He meant if I am going to make it, I need to recover my ziklag or my simeon, which means my prophetic insight. And the only way I can do that is to understand I'm a king of Judah even when my emotions tell me I'm not. Let me explain. Ziklag belonged to Simeon at first, which means to see prophetic insight. Then it became even the city of the kings of Judah, which means praise. When the prophetic and praise get together, they become unstoppable. So the enemy wants to steal your prophetic insight, and he wants to steal your praise in order to stop you. But I've got a word for you tonight. If you can lift up your head, and if you can lift up your hands, and you can lift up your voice, you are going to exercise spiritual authority and what you thought was lost is coming home what you thought was destroyed is coming back together what you thought died is coming alive again God wants to restore things that have been taken from you clap your hands and lift your voices to the Lord Come on, let's try that right now. Let's get some prophetic praise right now. Hey, I got a feeling uh, everything's going to be all right. Be all right, be all right. My God, my God. So David put on that ephod because he understood. He meant transformation only comes in the presence of glory. And glory It only follows praise. Glory don't come when there's weeping. Glory doesn't come when there's depression. The glory of the Lord comes, amen, when there's praise. Why? Because praise set the atmosphere for you to see prophetically. Glory is the light or the revelation or the prophetic nature of God himself. Come on, somebody. And the Bible says we're changed into that same image from glory to glory, even by the spirit of our God. It is the glory that changes the situation. David knew, amen, I can't get God to come here I'll just get some give him some praise right now amen and he'll he'll come to the location of praise because weeping hasn't changed anything worrying hasn't changed anything so David began to praise God he began to worship the Lord and the glory of God came and prophetic instructions came amen and restoration came I want somebody to know that restoration comes when the word comes not when you see them come home Restoration comes when the word comes. Come on, somebody. Transformation comes. Change comes when the word comes. Not when you see a break in your finances. You're waiting for the break to praise him, and God said it won't break till you praise him. You're waiting on the miracle to praise him, and God's saying the miracle doesn't come until you praise him. And when you praise him, the word comes, and the word is as good as done, and then God does his mighty acts. Stay with me now. And David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, pursue, thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Now you've got to understand these instructions. Praise the Lord. He said, thou shalt pursue. Pursue means to go after. Pursue means to chase down. He meant some of you are waiting for restoration to come. And God says, stop waiting waiting, and start pursuing. You cannot receive if you're not reaching. Reaching comes. When I take God's word, amen, at face value and say, yes, it's going to be that. Yeah. Come on, somebody. The Bible tells us this. Know you not that they that which run a race run all but one receiveth the prize? So run. That you may obtain, Uh, let me help somebody out. Uh, If only one's going to receive restoration, and I believe everybody's going to, but if only one's going to get it, it's going to be me. No, 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 no. The throng, the crowd, even uh, pushed against Jesus. Uh, Everybody was touching him. But it was only the one woman with the issue of blood that got down on her hands and knees uh, and pursued her healing. uh, And she touched him. uh, And Jesus said, who touched me? Disciples said, what are you talking about, Willis? Everybody's touching you. She said, no, there's somebody that has pursued me and has touched me and caused virtue to flow from me. You need to praise God tonight to to where God takes attention of your praise and releases the virtue that brings restoration. The woman wasn't just healed, she was made whole. That means her body was restored to pristine condition. The money she spent on doctors was restored. Her social status was restored. Everything she lost was given back and a whole lot more. This is the God that we serve. It's the doctrine of restoration. Come on, lift your hands and your voices. I hear that old song, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Come on, how bad do you want it? Pursue, pursue. Recovery doesn't happen if you're not pursuing. Pursue in prayer, pursue in praise, pursue in giving. But whatever you do, you better pursue. 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 It says one. You can be seated. It says one receiveth. The word receiveth, means to reach up and to grab. What the text is saying, don't wait till the message is over. Don't dawdle. Get in the battle. Let's go after what God has promised. Let's pursue him. Let's pursue them in prayer. Let's pursue our family in prayer. Let's pursue them in evangelism. Come on, somebody. I know they told you no last year, but it's a new day. If you'll invite them, they'll come. Pick up their phone. Call them again because God wants to restore your family. Then comes this word, pursue. Somebody shall pursue. For thou shalt surely overtake. Now you've got to understand, this phrase, surely overtake, and the next phrase, without fail, recover all, is a double Hebrew word. And, and it's interesting because there is no other place in Scripture where there's a double-double. double double it says, Nasag Nasag Nastad Nasta. It means, Amen, you will overtake the enemy, you will reach the enemy, you will destroy the enemy, and you will bankrupt the enemy. In fact, in the Hebrew, the double intensity means it's an impossibility that it will not happen. Amen. And it's you can take it to the bank that it will happen. In other words, if you'll pursue the prophetic, if you'll pursue your promise, you'll reach the enemy. And when you reach the enemy, you'll take back from him everything that he's stolen, not just from you, but from your family, from your neighborhood, from your church. Come on, somebody. God wants you to pursue and overtake the enemy. I'm going to overtake the depression with my praise. I'm going to overtake the sickness with my worship. It's not going to overtake. When the enemy comes in, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it. You can be seated. i got to hurry. Surely overtake. Pursue you'll surely overtake them. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Come on, somebody. You're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And then it says, without fail... Recover all Again the double negative The double double The intensity It means you're going to snatch it away from the enemy You're going to deliver it You're going to rescue it You're going to plunder the enemy You're going to strip off his spoil Come on somebody And when you're done He's not going to have anything left And everything that he stole Is going to be given back to you Come on somebody God's word says It's time for restoration All right Let me help you out Let me take you to the New Testament Acts chapter 1 verse 6 It's hard hard. This this is the problem with the doctrine of restoration It's hard to preach about the color purple To someone who can't see color How do you describe it? Acts 1 6 The disciples were come together They asked Jesus saying Lord, will this time restore again? the kingdom to Israel. And he said, it's not for you to know the times or the season which the Father has put his own power, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And then it says, you shall be witnesses, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the world. They are thinking national restoration, and God is speaking global restoration. When Joseph was given the dream of the stars, the moon, the sun, all bowing down to him, his interpretation was, my family's going to bow to me. But I've got a word for the sons of Joseph in the house. What God wants to do through you and restore to you is greater than your limited interpretation of your past dreams and your past visions. What God really wanted was much bigger than our limited interpretation of the prophetic vision. There's global revival in the house. Not only did his family bow down to him, but the entire known world bowed down to him. I'm here to tell somebody the vision is greater than what you interpreted. The rival is wider than what you interpreted. Yes, this may be the epicenter, but it's going to touch India. It's going to touch Greece. It's going to touch Europe. It's going to touch Germany. It's going to go all the way up to Gary, Indiana, all the way down. Come on, somebody, to Clarksville, Indiana. That God is going to do it. It's much greater. I have to hurry, I have to hurry turn to somebody, give them a high five, and say, just preach with the bald man. I will restore. The Lord is saying to you. Somebody shout to me. Amen. No, no, no. To me. Amen. No, no, no. Uh, you gotta get some street up in you. Forget your, your grammar school and your politeness. Me. You gotta claim this. God's gonna restore to me, yo. Turn to David and say, God's gonna restore it to me, yo. I restore to you what? The years. locusts have eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm. He said, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, for he has dwelt wonderfully with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. Let me tell you what this means. God has given back to this church years of missed opportunities. Years that the enemy has devoured money. Years that the enemy has devoured health. Years that the enemy has devoured happiness. That God is is going to restore that and a whole lot more. Pardon the 1990s expression, but that was when I was in the street. Restoration is this. It's all that and the bag of chips. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Imagine, if you will, for a moment, the height of your career when you were making the most money and you have the most flow. You know what flow is? It's money, influence. And in that moment of time, the enemy came in, crushed you, and took what God had promised from you. God is saying I'm going to release to you the years of blessing to you tonight. That tonight is historical. God has drawn the line in the sand and said, this is the moment where time and eternity have intersect and the spirit of restoration is in the house to everyone that will receive the word of the Lord. Come on, lift your voices and praise him. Come on, lift your voices and praise him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you feel what I feel in the house? There's a flow, there's an anointing, there's an authority in the house. Devil, you've been caught. You're the thief. And now you have to restore what you were taken. But we're not satisfied with that. We're coming to get everything you have. And when we're done. You're gonna be bankrupt. No more weapons. Nothing defeated and deflated. Be right. seated this for a second. How many believes? That it's the will of God that He pour our spirit out upon all flesh. How many believes that this is the last day outpouring of God's spirit? How many believes that what we've seen in numbers and intensity is nothing compared to what we're getting ready to see? I've got a word for you. If you believe that and don't believe what I'm preaching, you've misinterpreted the scripture. Because he said, I'll restore the years to you. And then it says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit. What he's saying is this. It's before I bless the world with revival, I'm blessing the church with restoration. Restoration. That before I bless the world with healing miracle signs and wonders, it's coming to my people. That they went out of Egypt with no sickness, no disease, and no one feeble. I got good news to a broken down body in this house. New strength is coming. Health is coming. I don't care if you're 80. You're going to feel like you're 18. Why? Because God's getting ready to wrap this thing up. And before he does, restoration has to come to you. It's part of His divine plan as surely as Jesus is coming restoration is coming before that lift your hands and your voices To this for a moment. The enemy always tries to mirror what God wants to accomplish. 2020 has been called the Great Reset. It is said that 2020 great wealth was transferred from nations to other nations, from small nations to global powers, from families that had wealth to families that had greater wealth, that it was a reset that tried to re-identify who we are as Americans, who we are as the world. They tried to reset culture. They tried to reset national identity. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I have no earthly parallel or illustration to give my people about what I'm getting ready to do except one thing. And he said, this thing is greater that I'm getting ready to do than the illustration that I'm getting ready to give you. It's called the year of Jubilee. That the year of Jubilee occurs after every seventh Sabbath year. Thus, every 50 years is an economic, cultural, environmental, and communal reset. When the land and the people rest And those that were in slavery Are set free to return to their families Jubilee was a recovery of identity Especially for the poor It was not simply correcting economics problem, Which is important It wasn't just about caring for the poor But it was a restoring of identity I'm not talking about financially poor, I'm talking about apostolics who have failed to realize that we're made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hear me, the sons of the flesh have persecuted the sons of the spirit for centuries and God has allowed it, but God is saying he's doing a reset right now. And in this reset, those that trust in their abilities and their own imaginations to accomplish revival will become deserts. But those that understand and embrace their new identity in God, that they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits, that these signs shall follow them that believe that they will become as the Garden of Eden restored. There is a spirit of jubilee in the house tonight come on your family's coming home marriages are going to be restored sons and daughters are coming home the family relationships are going to be restored let your voices in praise come on just take this 30 seconds and let your voice and process what you've heard Be seated us for a second. So David went, he and the 600 men that were with him came to the brook Bezor where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued doesn't matter what anybody else does. I'm going to pursue. I'm in pursuit for the apostolic like I've never been in pursuit in my entire life. I'm hungry for this thing. I'm thirsty. I'm not satisfied with church as usual. I'm not satisfied with the blind coming in and the blind leaving the same way they come in. I'm hungering for what I experienced in, in, in Thailand where we had seven young people. Ariana, stand to your feet. My daughter prayed for him. Joseph prayed for him. Seven young people that could not speak and could not hear. But when we laid hands upon them, God loosed their tongue and they began to speak with other tongues. And when they stopped speaking with other tongues, we said, Say hallelujah. And at first it was hallelujah, hallelujah, and then it was hallelujah, and then they could speak plainly and perfectly. If God can do that there, God wants to do that here. It's who we are. It's what we have. If you want it, if you really want it, praise him like you've never praised him before. If you really believe it, praise him like you've never praised him before. The devil don't want you to run. He doesn't want you to leap. He doesn't want you to rejoice because he knows if you don't do that, you will not have prophetic insight. And where there is no prophetic insight, the people perish. Your worship is tied to your recovery and your worship is tied to your life. we got to stop trying to counsel it out and we got to repent it out. We got to stop trying to cancel it out and we got to cast it out. We got to realize it's not all cerebral. God has authority over everything He created. He pursued, He went. You can be seeing this for a minute. He obeyed against the odds, against what history and emotions was telling him that it couldn't happen, that it couldn't be. He took a hold of that prophetic word and caused it to be. God has spoken and he's waiting for your obedience to cause it to be. If he just got the word but didn't pursue, nothing happened. I'm tired of coming to church and nothing happening. We gotta pursue. We gotta go after it. And In our pursuit, God releases his power. Feel the Holy Ghost. Verse 16, I'm trying to hurry. I'm trying to finish the story. When he brought him down behold there were spread abroad The enemy upon all the earth Eating, drinking, dancing Because of all the great spoil that they had taken Out of the land of the Philistines And out of the land of Judah Hell was having a party Hell Abam, was throwing a party But I'm here to tell you That hell's party is about ready to be interrupted Hell's rejoicing is about ready to be stopped. They rejoice when they put him in the grave. They rejoice when he said it's finished, but something happened when he got up that Sunday morning and something's fixing to happen right now. There's resurrection power. Hell's forces are about ready to be vanquished and heaven's forces are about ready to invade. That's why you felt those warring angels in this house. Brother Gentry, because God is about to release something from this place. That's going to go to every bar. It's going to go to every crack house. It's going to go into that hospital. It's going to go into your parents' home. It's going to go into your grandparents' home. And there's coming a new hunger. And they're going to come back in the droves by the hundreds, by the thousands. I prophesy to this church that every family that has been taken out of this house by the spirit of Ishba Benab, God says, I'm giving you four families for everyone that left. This is what the Holy Ghost is saying. If you don't want your space, you move on out because God is getting ready to fill this house by his divine power. That what we used to do by effort, God is getting ready to do by faith. That what we fasted for, that what we've been praying for and laboring for is upon us right now. Come on, praise him. Take 30 seconds and praise him. Oh, you can be seated. Verse 17. David destroyed the enemy. Verse 18. First Samuel 30, verse 18. Please put it on the platform or on the screen. And David recovered some. David was satisfied for the substitute that the enemy gave him. David recovered all the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. I'm gonna speak a word to the ministry. The ministry is tied, their health and their strength is tied to two spirits. Two attributes of God. David's two wives mean joy and delight. That what the enemy has taken captive is our joy in ministry. I don't know about you, Brother Jordan, but there are days, there are Monday mornings I wake up with a list of houses I want to burn down. There are people alive today because the Holy Ghost has restrained me. And there are times where I got up to the pulpit And I had about that much faith and I had zero joy. And there was no delight in what I was doing. But God spoke to me and says, I'm restoring to the ministry their joy and their delight because the joy of the Lord is our strength. That word strength means our rear guard or our protection or our defense. The enemy has tried to take away our defense, but the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth their head. And God is gonna release overwhelming joy and delight to his people. I'm trying to finish. I know I'm going long. Please bear with me. Surely as the Holy Ghost sign is tongues, joy sign is laughter. If you have joy, would you please tell your face? Joy, when you get full of joy, it comes out as laughter. And when joy gets way down deep, it goes into your feet and you begin to dance. When's the last time you danced? When's the last time we had somebody interrupt the service because they were laughing in the Holy Ghost while they were going through hell because they understood the joy of the Lord is what's going to carry me through this? You're going to rescue your joy. You're going to rescue your delight. You're going to recover what the enemy has stolen. Sit down. I love this picture word. And there was. Nothing lacking to them. When the church is lacking, somebody's not doing their job. And it's not your pastor's job to make sure everything's not lacking. Step up. Serve. Step up. Serve. You got a part to play in this thing. There was nothing lacking to them. Now watch this. Neither small... Nor great, neither sons or daughters. God is saying, I'm watching over the small things, I'm watching over the big things, I'm watching over your sons, and I'm watching over your daughter. Nothing's gonna be lacking in this restoration of revival, neither spoil, financial trouble is over. I re- Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. This is what I just saw in the Holy Ghost. There was a river that was coming this way. Ooh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And the enemy had built a big dam to stop the flow of that river. But as I've been preaching, I've seen little cracks form. And the louder you get in your praise, I see more cracks forming. And what God is saying is this, If there's coming a praise out of your mouth, out of the depth of your soul that's gonna. I rebuke everything that's held up your finances. Millions, the wealth of the wicked that has been laid up for the righteous is coming. It's here, it's now, it's here, it's now. Praise Him. Give Him a loud shout. Come on, you can't hold it back any longer. Nothing lacking. Hallelujah! There was nothing lacking that they had taken to them And David recovered Oh, turn to neighbor and say I'm in recovery I'm in recovery, I'm in recovery But recovery isn't just getting back what was lost Because you got to keep reading the text And David took Remember you catch a thief he has to restore sevenfold. But not just sevenfold, all the substance. And David took all the flocks and the herds which, were, which they drove before them, other cattle, and said, this is David's spoil. Let me explain. David not only recovered what the enemy had taken from him, but David recovered what the enemy had taken from everybody else. So the enemy has thought. I'll attack there, I'll attack there, I'll attack here I'll take from that person, I'll take from that person I'll take from that person But now, it's touched the church that don't play Church never say, I ain't got time for that We don't play around here Catch me outside devil, how about that? We don't play We don't mess around. And because he's touched your substance, now you're ready to attack him. But when you attack him, you're not only going to regain what you lost, but you're going to get back what he took from everybody else. There's a spoil of the enemy in the house that is innumerable. And God's saying, it's yours for the taking. Pursue, 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 because thou without fail. Recover. Oh. got more but I don't have enough time the Bible says this stand to your feet all over this place that'll help me close and give you hope that I am there's a prerequisite to receive restoration that God wants every person in this house to hear behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity he says it's like the ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard went down to the edge of his garments. It's the dew of Hermon sent it on the mountains of Zion there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. The word, there's picture words here in the Hebrew, good is tobe in the Greek, or in the Hebrew it's a basket that's used to contain something or hold something or it's something that protects and rebukes the devourer. It's a picture of a house or tent that is surrounded By grace, beauty, love, health, prosperity, power, peace, and presence. It's describing something functional. When disunity is present, it produces death, demise, decay, destruction, fear, and disease. And God's saying if you want this restoration, you got to get in unity with your David. With your pastor. He says it's good, it's pleasant. Which is a musical term. It's used for the sound of harmony. It's not uniformity, it's unity. Everyone's singing different parts, but they're singing the same song. I wish I had time to talk about that. And I wish I had time to, to really describe everything that's here for brethren to dwell together. And unity It describes a vertical bearer that separates the enemy from the family. Warriors stop fighting one another and start fighting the enemy. And it says they dwell in that place, which is a constant returning to that place of unity. Not just a moment, but a movement, a lifestyle. Together has two meanings. It means to walk to water, meaning that its unity is essential for life. Without water, we die. But it also means to walk on water or a place where the supernatural manifests. God wants you to get in a place of unity with one another and with your pastor so that he can manifest supernatural miracles in the house. Pleasant is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Unity is a picture of a wall with a door. When you hit a wall and you can't move forward and you're frustrated, God is saying search for the door. Find the place of unity or union with God and his body. That is the place of the open door. God opens doors in the spirit where there's unity. And you begin to live under an open heaven. Someone shout praise the Lord. Elijah told Elijah, if you see me when I go, you can have my mantle or my blessing. It means if you can get in unity with me and see as I see, then you can have the mantle. Some of you want the mantle by killing the prophet. Prophet killers don't get mantles, they get diseases. Listen, I walk in the fear of God and I try to walk in the fear of the man of God. And there's such an authority upon your pastor in the spirit realm that I would not be shocked if in the coming weeks God doesn't expose some Ananias and Sapphira's in the house. Oh, you want to be apostolic till it gets real apostolic up in here. Somebody shout praise the Lord. I just got to deal with this because I don't want anybody to miss it. Jesus spoke to Pilate. He answered Caiaphas' questions because neither of them had a pastor. But when it came to Herod, Jesus stayed silent, and the Bible says he answered him nothing because Herod had a pastor. It was John the Baptist. When you cut off the head of your pastor, God remains silent. Stop making decisions without the guidance of your pastor who's here to protect you from deception and most importantly, self-deception. Why am I saying this? Because this is what God said to me and I say this in the fear of God. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. God has tolerated disunity For a season. But tonight. God has drawn the line. In the sand. And has said. If you want restoration. Get in unity. And the Lord spoke the scripture to me. In 2nd Kings. When there was famine in the land. And the prophet came. And said tomorrow. About this time. Gas for 10 cents, McDonald's for a quarter, Ruth Chris for $1.50. Woo! Oh my God, everybody shout up in here. And the king, or the man who the king leaned for advice and counsel said, How can this thing be? If God opened the windows of heaven, this can't happen. I hate people that's got problems for every solution. By hate, I mean the most disgusting word you could ever find. Faith killers. And in spite of his disunity, God's saying, for the sake of the body and the salvation of Israel, whether you're in unity with the prophet and the man of God or not, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And I'm going to restore to this church years of misrevival. revival. I'm going to restore to this church families that disunity and the spirit of Jezebel and gossip and its babina have taken. My God have mercy. And the prophet said, you'll see it but you won't partake of it. And the next day, Hallelujah, gasoline for 10 cents, McDonald's for a quarter, Ruth Chris for $1.50. And he saw it happen. But the rush to receive trampled that person under their feet. we got to get disunity under our feet and say we're not going to listen to it anymore because what's at stake is greater than personal agenda. What's at stake is greater than my position. God wants to do something that has no parallel in history. And he's chosen this place. He's chosen you. For this to come to pass. Whew. Oh, this is where you're at. Second Chronicles 20. The enemy came against Israel, and God said, This is the way you're gonna fight this battle. He said, You're gonna send out Judah, you're gonna get the kings of praise out front. And you're going to begin to move towards the enemy. And said that praise is going to to release the angelic host, even the angels of warfare. And they're going to go into the enemy's camp. And they're going to disrupt hell's party. And they're going to send confusion against the enemy. And the enemy's going to begin to kill themselves. The enemy's going to begin to kill themselves. Every tongue that's risen up in judgment against this church, God is going to deal with it. And that those that have risen up are going to fall into self-destruction, and they will not recover themselves. They will not recover themselves, because everything has shifted at this moment. I feel the Holy Ghost. And when their praise came to the place of the enemy's camp, Judah came towards the watchtower in the wilderness and they looked unto the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped, verse 24. I want you to pull Second Chronicles 20, 25 up here. And then Romans 13, and then I'm done, I promise. Thank you for standing. When the people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the fallen enemy, precious jewels, and they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. They stripped off for themselves more, this is restoration, more than I could carry away. But what makes me mad is who had possession of what really belonged to the people of God. The enemy. It's time you get mad at the enemy and realize the spoil's are mine. The jewels are mine. The gifts are mine. The miracles are mine. Now, watch this. More than they could carry away. There were three days. Somebody shout, three days, and gathered a spoil. I feel like kicking somebody in the head. What's this next line say? I have failed in my task tonight. It's got to go deeper because this is what God is saying to you about your miracle and your blessing what does those three words say four words say got about 20% what what does the text say say it again with all your heart restoration is here your time is now Awake out of sleep. It's your moment. It's your hour. Prophetic destiny is here. There's so much victory in this house, you can't count it. You can't carry it. I wish somebody would put on that garment of praise and go after what God has declared tonight. Come on, I need some music up in here somebody praise him for restored health somebody praise him for restored family somebody praise him for restored anointing somebody praise him come on the favor of the Lord is here he's saying ask and I'll do it he's saying ask and I'll do it heaven's open the river is here the whole back is over God is flooding this place It's an old song I don't know if you know it or not And I can't sing So I need your help I want it all back Everything that the devil stole from me I want it all back I want my confidence back I want my peace back Come on somebody I want my sister saved I want my family back Somebody needs to go After their marriage right now Everything that the devil stole, God's given back to me. Come on, the gifts are here. The power of God is here. All right. Young. Restoration, 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 restoration. Come on prodigal, there's restoration in the house. There's no more shame. Grace is available, mercy's here. First time hallelujah. Second time hallelujah. Third time hallelujah. We're gonna scream yuh as loud as we can. The lion of the tribe of Judah is trying to roar through somebody, but you've been intimidated. If I accept that call, what will they think of me? Who cares? The only voice that matters is the voice of God and the voice of your pastor. Whoa, 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 I've never danced before. Listen, God wants to deliver you from the spirit of intimidation. You got this. God is for you. There's an open door. There's a river. There are angels present. All we have to do is put on the ephod and begin to praise him. And as we praise him here, God's going to send angels there as we praise him here. Tomorrow, about this time, bonuses, raises. Tomorrow, about this time, miracle report after miracle report after miracle report after miracle report because God has opened up the windows. Shout, yeah, after I speak the word of faith. I want the loudest praise you can muster. All right, I, I, I want to deal with this because somebody just said this is all emotion and it's all noise. Tell that to Jericho. You're going to win by your praise. You're going to win and recover by your praise because hell's given you everything and you're still a worshiper. You're still a praiser. Stop being intimidated. I release creative miracles. I command knees to be healed, backs to be healed. rasa. Look out, devil. Here comes the apostolics. as high as you can come on let this hallelujah come deep down in your soul when you shout that last hallelujah I want you to picture the finances being released he called sister lane it's going to be in the bank by Monday morning I want you to picture hallelujah family getting baptized I want you to picture that miracle taking place Come on, young people, the high school belongs to you. You own it, not the drugs, not popularity. You own the high school. Get your answers how you can, here we go. By the authority of the word of God and by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I release to you the spirit of restoration, receive in abundance the blessings, the miracles, and the power of God. I release to you laughter and joy into your spirit. Receive it now. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come on, praise Him. Come on, praise Him. Let's get wild up in here. Somebody need to get drunk on the Holy Ghost. Come on, get out of your pew, mama. Get out of your pew, Daddy. Let's do this thing. We are at the salad. Come on, let the shriek and the shrill of joy come out of your mouth. JOHN